Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, January 21st. S&P futures are rallying about six points. It's about 15 basis points. NASDAQ futures are extending their outperformance. So the NASDAQ is up about 48 points this morning. That's about 36 basis points. Europe's major indices are up about 30 to 40 basis points. No dramatic outlier with the exception of tech, which is outperforming. So extending the pattern that you saw in the US on Wednesday. Asia generally finished higher, although there was some mild underperformance in Hong Kong. So as far as news today, there's really not anything new to talk about um, in in terms of major macro developments. A lot of the news wires are attributing the ongoing strength in stocks to, you know, quote unquote, Biden stimulus anticipation, Biden stimulus optimism. Um, You know, there are a lot of articles out in the last 12, 18 hours talking about how the Biden inaugural address was very well received and and could usher in a new sense of bipartisanship in Washington, et cetera, et cetera, and how this all bodes well for him passing his fiscal agenda. Um, you know, I think there is some truth to that, but it's a very reductive analysis of kind of what's taking place. Most inaugural addresses, pretty much all inaugural addresses, are well received. Um, you know, the whole point of an of an inaugural address is to um, you know, project a sense of unity with the country coming off of what is usually a very contentious election. Um, so Biden's themes, I think, fit into that. Um, and, you know, and so it remains to be seen if whether or not there really is a new sense of bipartisanship in Washington. Most new presidents are afforded a honeymoon period, um, you know, during which they have some flexibility, some leeway to pursue their agenda. Um, you know, now the question is, we'll just have to see how quickly the first part of Biden's fiscal agenda, this $1.9 trillion rescue blueprint, how quickly that can get through Congress. And then remember, there's a whole other portion, the quote unquote recovery um, fiscal proposal, which is due out sometime in February, and that could be um, worth nearly as much. So another $2 trillion. So in, in total, you have about $4 trillion of, of uh, fiscal ideas that Biden is attempting to get through Congress. And so obviously, that's an enormously complex, controversial series of initiatives um, and we'll have to just see how everything plays out. Um, you know, there are a lot of articles talking about the logistics of how you would get this first $1.9 trillion rescue bill through Congress. Um, do you go through reconciliation? Do you attempt to get some moderate Republicans on board? Um, you know, it looks like they definitely are going to go the, um, they're, they're going to attempt to, to co-opt some Republicans, at least at first. Um, you know, they could probably pass a trillion dollars tomorrow if they really wanted to, but you know, again, the question is, Biden has a finite amount of political capital. He doesn't want to alienate um, Republicans uh, this early in the process by using reconciliation. Because, again, there's, there's you know, four trillion plus of ideas that they would like to um, get through. So it remains to be seen, again, what the total sums are as far as incremental fiscal spending. It remains to be seen how much revenue offsets are attached to some of these bills. Um, And then it also remains to be seen, again, the timeline for spending. So a lot of the rescue money, that $1.9 trillion, would be expended, according to how it's all written now, a lot of that would be expended in 2021. So that's obviously a huge fiscal jolt to the economy. The recovery program... um, you know, to the extent it includes a lot of fiscal, um, sorry, infrastructure spending, that would likely be stretched out over a period of ten years. So just keep that in mind when you start to see some of the recovery numbers hit the tape. Um, if it's another two trillion dollars, that probably would be spread out over you know as long as a decade. Um, so you wouldn't get that all in one year as far as a jolt to the economy. So long-winded analysis on on what's happening on the fiscal front. Um, you know, I think 
I, I don't think Biden's speech is any reason to kind of bid up stocks any further than they've already rallied. I think there's already a lot of fiscal anticipation in the market. Um, and now the hard part comes as far as getting things through. Um, so that's really kind of the only major news. You didn't really have any big economic data. You did have a lot of central bank decisions, but all of them were very innocuous. None of them, um, uh, there was no policy changes and that was very much in line with expectations. The ECB later today also should be very innocuous. No one's looking for any big policy changes. Um, and that, you know, that also goes for the Fed, which is coming up next week. I think central banks are pretty much on the sidelines for the time being. They're doing a lot at the moment, not expected to do any more, um, waiting to see kind of how everything unfolds with the vaccines and with fiscal policy um, before deciding to take further action. Um, on the vaccine front, nothing all that incremental either. Everyone is still waiting for the J&J data. That will be the next major data point it could hit any day. Um, you know, again, assuming you have solid efficacy, assuming you get emergency use authorization about, um, you know, three to four weeks after you hear, uh, after you see that data, um, you know, that would deliver an enormous jolt to the overall vaccination process. Um, and so obviously investors are very eager to hear that. As far as COVID is concerned, um, you, know, you are seeing some plateauing in the numbers domestically, um, still very elevated, but you know, that's certainly encouraging to see. Um, you know, Biden's rolling out a variety of different initiatives. None of them are really all that um, you know profound. A lot of them have been talked about in the media, and, and you're not really going to see them, I think, alter dramatically its trajectory of the pandemic. That would really come down to just vaccine availability um, with Pfizer and Moderna increasing their output. And then again, the Johnson Johnson coming online. Um, you know, there are a ton of other various different executive orders, memorandums um, that Biden has issued in the last 12 hours. A lot of them have already been talked about in the media. And none of them, I think, should have a huge effect on the market. For Thursday, the big focus will stay on earnings. Um, so you have this morning, a couple more banks, Fifth Third, Truist, you have Travelers, which will kick off insurers. You have United Pacific um, to kick off rails. And then after the close, you have another big rail with CSX, along with IBM and Intel. Um, and like I said, the, uh, the ECB this morning, is it should be um, a relative un, non-event. Um, you know, there aren't any really major announcements that are due out of the White House. Again, you're going to see some more executive actions get taken. Um, but I think, again, the real big political... Um, area of focus is just watching to see how this fiscal policy works its way through Congress. Um, and I think right now it's, it's very uh, in, unclear. Um, there's just a lot of different variables at play. So that is everything from a macro perspective on the earnings front. You know, the Q4 season always is spread out over a longer period of time than the other earnings period. So you're not going to get the wholesale dumping of reports on any given night or morning. So you didn't really have a ton last night. You had Alcoa, Discover Financial um, and then UAL also, um, you know, a, uh, Alcoa and UAL were both underwhelming on the surface. Um, you know, obviously there are a lot more nuances to the report. So I have details and full write-ups and analysis of all that in the piece today. Um, there's a lot of, a lot more information as well, but I went through all the highlights uh, and that is essentially everything for today. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs>